What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Lex P. And it's your girl, Dre and Nicole. And you are tuned in to another episode of Poor Minds. Where a drunk mind speaks sober thoughts. I feel like we haven't recorded in forever. It's been two weeks. It has been a minute. Because, you know, last week's episode was a pre-recording. I know. So, yeah, it's been two weeks. Yeah. Little Tahoe. And I was gone for like a week. I'm finally back in Atlanta. Shout out to Little Tahoe. He had came out. Here and we recorded an episode. I hope y'all enjoyed last week's episode. I, I think it was they cool. did. I mean, we got a lot of feedback from it. I feel like they enjoyed it. it was but a episode. I think it was one of our best episodes. Oh, I, I, I think our best episode was the one with Carlos. I love that. I episode. said one of our best episodes. So I would give that probably number two. Mm. Then I would say the one with Kiki. No, that, you Kiki think the one with Kiki was, was like no. I think the one with Kiki was one of our worst ones. We were so drunk, we were arguing I the whole time. On you, you did like that episode. Honestly, y'all, <laughs> we're gonna redo the episode. We're gonna have Kiki on the show again. We are. We need because, to get Medina too. Yeah, we're gonna get Kiki and Medina on the show because that last episode we did with Kiki, I was a mess. <laughs> And I don't even know, like, I don't know. It was just a bad. We were drunk. Oh, shit escalated to that point. Yeah, we were drunk as fuck. We were. So That's why anyways, we don't be getting drunk on the um, show no more. I think we should do, like, a, a fill us in. Like, I feel like we haven't talked to the girls. Like, what's okay. been going on? With who? With you. With me? Well, you know, I went to Houston last week. Uh-huh. To, um, I was I went for my dad's birthday. Um, and I spent a lot of time with him. So that's really what I mainly did the whole time I was in Houston. I spent yeah. a lot of time with my family. I went out with Jordan. Shout out to Jordan, of course. I'm going to link up with my bestie whenever I'm in Houston. Um, I hung out with Lil' Kellen. Shout out to Lil' Kellen. Hey, Kellen. And um, that's really all I did. Like, it was just I was really mainly on some chill shit yeah. the whole time that I was there. You know what I mean? I went out to eat a few times. Yeah. I ate really good. I feel like I gained probably like I mean, a good when you five go to pounds. Houston, every time I, every time yeah, says, you don't eat good. Every time I come back, I feel like I'm like five pounds heavier. So I love. I can't wait. I'm, we're going to Houston next week. Oh yeah, we'll be back on the twelfth. Oh, you know for what? the cocktails live show. Make sure y'all get y'all tickets. And we're gonna do a giveaway next week for two tickets. We are. We're, we're doing gonna do a giveaway. giveaway next week. So make sure y'all be paying attention to the episodes and listening carefully because yes. we're gonna do something. Right. Some kind of trivia. Oh yeah, what's been going on with you? The usual, still not working, still unemployed, but living my best life. Um, I went on a date this past weekend. Okay, how was that? It was so amazing. Um, we went and ate at Morton's Steakhouse. He like had the back room for us, mm-hmm. had the bottles of wine flowing. He's just a really cool guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can call him Football Bay. Okay. Make names. FB. So, FB, Football Bay. But yeah, it was an amazing day. He's an amazing person. We've been friends for a while. So, um, yeah, I just feel like, you know, you never know. We'll see. You see but I will progressing. Say, um, I don't know about progressing, but I will say I've been going on some amazing dates lately. Like, I feel like my dating department has been cool. Like, what other date did you go on? Remember when the date when I went to the um the tapas place I told you about? Tapas. And we went to Instant Blue and we smoked hookah and he just showed me an amazing time. Remember the guy that paid our tab when we were at Siva's? Okay, so me, Kiki, and Drea had went to Siva's oh, yeah, one night. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, we had went to Siva's one night and a guy, and mind you, like, 
I looked a mess. Y'all know me. I always be looking the worst out of everybody. I had no makeup on. My hair was just a mess. And the guy had like came up to me. He was like, you're so pretty. I would love to take you out. And I was like, sure. Why the hell not? And he ended up paying our entire tab. Yeah. And then the next, I was like, fuck it. Like he paid our tab. Let me see what he about. And the date ended up actually being really amazing. But we lost touch. Because um, I lost my phone. Oh, yeah. And then, let me tell you, I remember... I met Basketball Bay in the club. Remember tall, tall nigga that came over here? Oh, yeah, yeah. I met another guy, another amazing guy. We had an we had an amazing date, y'all. And um, I kind of knew it wasn't going nowhere because he, like, he plays basketball, like, overseas. And he, like, lives in Nigeria. Y'all know I love the Nigerian men. Thanks. But um, I didn't expect him to call me back because he was trying to get some pussy like that Nigerian night. Men. I, I mean, him. I like y'all, but not today, y'all. Y'all yeah. just. You know, I like Americanized Nigerian meat. I love Nigerian. I don't care what you are. If you got that green and white flag, as long as you I'm got that, what they call their money, as long as you got that nausea. Yeah. Well, actually, not nausea is like one penny. <laughs> one penny is like a thousand nausea. <laughs> so, yeah. But nah, yeah, we don't need that nausea. I didn't expect Basketball Bay to like keep in touch with me because he wanted some pussy and I wasn't going to give it to him. But we still had a good date. But, um,. Then we went on a date with my main bae. We did. And we had a good time. Yeah, we had fun. Yeah, but main bae dumped me, so me and him aren't together no more. They gonna get right back together, y'all. Please don't pay no attention to her. This hoe be lying. Her and main bae is gonna forever be a thing. (laughs) And I'm tired of the deceit. She called me every week talk about, we not, it's really done. No, but this time it really is done. So, speaking of my dating life, oh, and the reason I haven't talked to a lot of people is because I lost my phone. I went to Joe Button's pool party. It was under amazing time but I got really drunk and I lost my phone it was just a whole bunch of bullshit but other than that the party was amazing but this was my last year going to the pool party she because went without me and I'm still upset about it oh my gosh it was a last minute thing I had got a traitor Mandy was like fuck it you know Mandy got a little bread now so Mandy be tricking off on me so Mandy likes to fly me they out. They don't trick off on me. Fuck her. <laughs> so yeah, um, this is my last year going to Joe Budden's pool party because I'm done hoeing. I'm 30 and my hot girl summer is over. Sounds to me like so, your whole life just started. So this Restarted. is this is the topic of today. Oh, another thing, sidebar. I cut all my hair off. That's something exciting. Oh yeah, you did cut me. your hair off. You got a little bob now. I'm bald hitty, y'all. So the first topic that we're talking about is kind of about me, but Dre, you can relate because you're in your late 20s now. So I want to talk about, you know, getting older and being single, like 30 and single because people feel like, oh, my gosh, you're 30. You don't have no kids. You're not in no kind of relationship. And I'm really not fucking with somebody like tough, tough right now. So it's like I want to know, like, why do people what is this stigma that people put on people being older and single? I just feel like ideally, you know, if you look back on like our parents and grandparents, it was so normal and common to get pregnant back in the day and get married when you were like 17, 20. Right. You know what I mean? So I think now people just think it's crazy as hell for you to be like 27 to 30 something with no fucking kids and no Mm -hmm. husband. Like I had my family had a family reunion 
this past weekend when I was in Houston. Right. And I'm the only cousin out of all of my cousins that I grew up with. We're all around the same age. Like, we're all, like, one or two years apart. Mm -hmm. And I'm the only one that doesn't have kids. Yeah. And everybody thinks that's so fucking crazy. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, that's not crazy. I just didn't want to have no kids with no any fucking body because right. you hoes got kids but y'all be fucking struggling and still live at home with y'all mama. Okay, I hope they're not listening. <laughs> I mean, if they is, then they know how I feel now. Stop oh, asking man. me questions about my reproductive system. Like, I'm going to have a baby when I'm ready to have a baby. Like, and I also feel like that's just rude and it's invasive. It, is, ask, it is. It's very invasive to ask people questions like that because you don't know. Like, personally, I don't have anything going on with my reproductive system, but I think it's rude as fuck to ask people that because there are women out there who literally cannot have kids or right. they've been trying and they've been struggling. You right. know what I mean? they couldn't have one so it's like you can't be going around asking people when you gonna have a baby now for me i feel what if they like they can't have a baby i feel like for me being 30 and single now because i feel like there's always this narrative which is a, it's a true narrative they be like men want younger women they like these young fresh yeah. you know hot straight out the oven ass women mm. so it's like they look at me like oh you're 30 like how do you feel being 30 and you don't have a man and you don't have kids well one i don't want kids yeah and two honestly me being 30 and being who i am and who i've become and who i'm becoming as a woman i feel like i can demand more now than ever I don't know what has been going on with me this past month. Like, I was actually talking to Joe about this. Like, I felt like for a long time I was in a very... I was in, a, like, a, a little depression a little mm -hmm. bit. And I wasn't taking care of myself. I wasn't looking as good as I could look. But something just came over me. It's like whenever... I don't know. It kind of started, I guess, when I lost my job. I just felt like a weight lifted off my shoulders. I got some rest finally. Like I got back into the bad bitch that I know I could be. You That's know what I'm saying? I told you quit that bullshit ass job. Yeah. So I feel like fuck them people. Now being 30, I feel like I'm more. I know what I want out of life now. If anything, I'm more sure about what I want. And bitch, I'm not. I look good as fuck. I mean, I'm not trying to be funny. I can hang with the young girls, period. Not that I want to, but I feel like with me, you get the best of both worlds. Because nope. I'm not too mature to where I'm boring, but I'm not also young-minded either. I feel like right now, I'm in my prime. Like, I'm still climbing. Yeah, I feel like I get finer every year. And I definitely think I can hang with the young girls. Because when people, whenever I tell people my age, they be shocked as fuck. No, when I tell like, you. When I tell people that I'm 28, they be like, bro, you're 28? I thought you were like 23, 24. Yeah. I be like, I know. That's how, somebody actually left that under my picture that I posted. I was I like, yes, I'm, know it. I was like, yes, I'm 30. They're like, what? You don't look a day over 21. I think it's because more so my personality because I'm childish as fuck too. Yeah, that's probably that definitely a little adds, bit to do with That it. definitely adds in to it because I'm childish but um I don't know I don't feel like anything's wrong with me because I I literally get asked to be in a relationship a lot like not being funny like people always kind of want to be like okay well why don't we see where this goes why don't we just try to be a little more exclusive but I don't know I'm just not ready to settle right now I do want a boyfriend though if that makes sense I reject niggas every day B yeah like I really I don't be wanting to be in a relationship with the niggas that be wanting to be in a relationship with me but even a nigga that well, the last guy that asked me to be in a relationship with him, I I do want to be in a relationship with him, but we're just in two, like, different spaces in our life right now, so it wouldn't have been a good time, and lo and behold, we stopped talking two days later. Who? Main Bay. 
Girl, give me a fucking break. You and Maine may been on and off, on and off for fucking three years, four years now. Mind your business. Y'all ain't gonna never stop fucking talking. You a fucking joke. Well, anyways, like I said, I just feel like... fucking brother. I feel... I really feel empowered right now. I feel like I have the world at my fingertips and I can do anything I want. So I'm I'm gonna demand whatever I want. And I'm gonna get whatever I want. You should, bitch. I ain't been demanding from these niggas what the fuck I want. That's what you gotta do. Next, I'm trying to... Well, let me not put it... I can't tell y'all what I'm trying to get. I don't want to jinx it. I want two things. Well, Lex, no. Yes. Well, for me, like I said, ladies, if anybody is close to 30 or even if you're over 30, I feel like how Tracy Ellis Ross is. Like, Tracy Ellis Ross is a bad bitch and she's living her life and she has no kids, no relationship that we know of. And I feel like she really enjoys her life. I feel like that's how my life is going to be. Maybe I might have a partner. Maybe not. I don't want kids. So I just feel like if you're 30 and you're single, if you want to be or if you don't want to be, just enjoy your life. Like, you're young. You have your, as long as you have your health, your beauty, life is meant to be enjoyed. And I don't feel, I don't understand why we put so, niggas are trash. Life is. Why is there so much I pressure mean, to be I with these say, men? I will say this, life is meant to be enjoyed, but I was having this conversation with somebody the other day and um, I forgot how we got on the subject, but I was basically just like, one thing that being 28 now has taught me is that you really don't have as much time as you think you got. I mean, life is short anyway. Right. But, I mean, it's short. So you might as well enjoy I, it how right, you want but I, to. But I just feel like I want people to really just, yeah, live in the moment. Like, exactly. Do what you feel like you need to do when <laughs> the opportunity arises or when it presents itself. Because people always be thinking, oh, I got time to do this. I got time to do that. You ain't got time for shit. Well, and, but also you can't but put, to live your but you can't put yourself on a time limit as well. Like. If you haven't, if there's goals that you wanted to reach by the time you were 25 and you haven't reached them yet, you can't look at other people's lives. And I mean, look at Lizzo. I feel like it's Lizzo was 31 and she just now popping off and doing what she wants to do. Look at Halle Berry. She didn't have her kids, so she was like in her 40s. So, but I I feel like feel like you're. But I'm also a person who feels like you're in control of your destiny a lot of the time too. Yeah, yeah. So it's just kind of. But it's all about if it's meant to happen for you, it's going to happen for you. Yeah, I agree with that. But I just feel like we just also have to be mindful that life is very short. Yeah, life is short. You can't live your life with the mindset of like, oh, I don't want to put too much pressure on myself. But I don't want to because it's like how you know you gonna even like I. It'll be cool if I do this when I'm 30. Okay, say you're 25. How you know you're going to live to be 30? True. Not trying to be negative, no, but, but just being honest. I will say this. You can't also, though, you can't live your life stressing out about things either. I feel I'm like, not saying you no, should no, stress no, but, over it, but I feel like you should work diligently. Yeah, you can. And fo- like, if you want to do something, put all your focus into that something and really try to work Right, but, but what I'm saying is I know a lot of people, like, for me, for example, like, this past year of my life, like, I just got stuck and I was stressing every single day and I wasn't enjoying, like, I really let the past year of my life fly by because I was so stressed over things, you know what I'm saying? And not enjoying my life. Yeah. I spent my day in and out being stressed over my job, stressed over my bills, this and that. And you know what's crazy about it? Since I quit my job, this is the least stressed I've been about my bills in the past year. Yeah. How crazy is that? But that's what I'm saying. Like, you, I think... What I think we're agreeing and we're saying the same thing. For me, it's just like just enjoy every day. 
Like, enjoy your life, you know? Enjoy your day for what it is. Work on your goals. Do the shit you're supposed to do, but just enjoy every day. And don't yeah. don't stress yourself out. Like, if you're 32 and you want to be in a relationship, but you can't find anybody, don't stress out about it. Just go out and have a good time. You might meet somebody, but you staying in the house, moping and being sad about it, that's not going to get you to where you're trying to go. You ain't going to meet no man sitting down in front of the TV being sad all day. You see what I'm saying? So whatever you're going through in life, like I said, don't let it get you down. Because I have been looking forward to turning 30 like all year. I was like, oh, I can't wait to turn 30. I just feel like something's going to snap at me. And it really did. Like, I just feel so different now. I feel empowered. And I just yeah. feel like nothing can stop me. I just feel a lot better. Like, August was such an amazing month for me. I'm not gonna lie. August was definitely a cool month. I look forward to the last three months of 2019 and I'm ready for 2020. I feel like 2019 is gonna end with a bang for me. Yes. A big bang for everybody. So let's get into the next topic. This one was on you. Was it? The, the trash versus the good. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Okay, so I was on Twitter. Y'all know I be talking reckless sometimes. I just don't be giving a fuck. Like, I just say whatever is on my mind. One of the things you're either going to hate or love about me. So, I had tweeted yesterday and I said, if everybody pussy so fire, I just want to know who got the trash pussy that these dead. niggas always be talking about. And the tweet been getting a lot of retweets. Okay, so this is the thing. Because I feel like niggas feel the same way. Niggas is out here getting bamboozled. Bitches out here talking about they pussy fire. But this is the thing, though. Why are y'all talking about how good your pussy Thanks. is anyway? That I is agree. so weird to me. I was actually talking to Mandy about I this I do think it's day. strange to tweet about that. I think that's so weird to be media. like, oh, I have good pussy. How do you know you have good pussy? Because let me tell you something. I say this all the time. You can have sex with one guy and the chemistry just be there. He may have your juices fucking flowing, bitch. And y'all may have the best sex ever. And then you can go to the next guy. He just doesn't do it for you. And you may have some trash pussy to him. Well, I just hope that bitches ain't out here saying that they pussy fire after fucking like one or two niggas. And two niggas said y'all pussy fire. Now, you I, will say say, pussy now fire. I will say, and I done told you this before. I feel like pussy is universally good after a good amount of niggas in Haiti. Like, if a certain amount of niggas done said your pussy fire, your pussy probably fire. I mean, yeah. I really do feel that way. I, but I mean, but I just feel I, like it's, it's lame just to be talking about, because at the end of the day, you have a good pussy, but what does that mean? Though? I don't think it's lame if you ever, I don't think it's lame if you, in conversation, if you say something like that occasionally, I do think it's lame to constantly tweet, Oh, my pussy. I think it's fire. lame to say, period. To talk. I don't think it's lame to say. I think it's very at the end of the day, say. it's like if you got it, you got it, and you know. But it's like, you ain't, you ain't never gonna fuck your pussy, so you never really gonna know, first of all. Yeah, but I also and second feel of all, like it's just something that you know. I'm, and then I, I also, do feel that way. I feel like you know, but you also, know I, pussy, feel but like, I think these days girls just be saying it. And then I had a conversation with one of my homeboys back in the day and he told me at the end of the day niggas be lying sometimes too Facts. because a nigga gonna tell you that your pussy fire just because that's what he wanna he tell wanna you. tell you so he but can get a it. nigga could hump a rug and he gonna nut after he humped that exactly for so long. that's what I'm saying so it's like how can you know your pussy fire because these niggas be lying one and two having good pussy yeah that's cool but that don't make these niggas not cheat that don't make these niggas but stick I around think, I don't think I think 
I do think that some women think that that's like an accolade to have. Like, oh, I got good pussy. But that nigga Personally, still... I'm not going to lie to you. Do I feel like I have good pussy? Absolutely. But do I feel like that's like an accolade? Do I feel like it's something I have to go around telling people all the time? No. Do I feel like it's an accomplishment? No. Do I feel like other things are way more important than that? Absolutely. Like, your personality is way more important than that. What do you have going for yourself? Right. And that's what I'm saying. All those type of things. Because good but, pussy does not keep a man. But bitches be thinking that. And like on top of that, I'm sorry, and I'm here to tell you hoes. I done seen a bitch tweet that her pussy was fire before, and I done had a nigga tell me that her shit was trash. (gasps) So that's why (laughs) that's embarrassing. But that's why I'm here to tell you, young ladies, that y'all need to stop doing this shit because it's not okay. Well, Cass said the pussy good whenever he uh, hitting it from the back, and then he pull out and kiss you on your butt. That's a good indication. That shit is funny as fuck. Backshots mania. I think that I think that that's a good indication, but I just feel like you know, I just feel like having good. You know when your pussy good, like you just know. But what does it matter though? Because your pussy can be bad to a hundred niggas, and then you get in a relationship with somebody, and he may just know your spot, and he may bring something look, out of you, and you may have you good pussy 40, for him. If you under forty, and you had to buy some KY jelly seeds. Okay, <laughs> I agree with that. Goddammit. Look, now your put. I don't feel like any pussy is dry though. You're fucking crazy. I feel like if you, but it just no, like the Sahara. No, desert. but the thing is though, it's a natural reaction. Even if you're not turned on, if I sticks, if I can look at you right now, Dre, put your legs in the air, me, yeah, if, and I can stick my fingers in you, and I do not turn you on at all. Your pussy is going to lubricate itself. That's the body's natural reaction. That's your body's but natural reaction. But it's also reaction. about the lubrication. That's the thing. And I can only speak on this. And I guess I feel like I'm a little more fluent in this conversation. Because I done fucked bitches. Right. A good amount of bitches. So I feel like it's also a, it's about the wetness. Like, yes, no matter what, you stick your fingers in somebody's pussy, they pussy gonna get wet. But how long is it gonna stay wet? How wet is it gonna get? Bitches be having that drip, and then some bitches be having that, you know, dry, dry. I know what I'm I was trying to think. crazy with like tsunami and I don't figure girls and it like be like you know how it be like well you probably, I don't know like sandpaper like sticky cause it's not really wet yeah I know like, what you mean you know what I mean so it's like yeah it's like it got a little wet but then it start getting dry and I I mean, they I mean it maybe it was cause of me that's what I'm saying I think a lot I of people know. have to realize a lot of times you can say a woman has bu- um, bad pussy, but she probably wasn't turned on well, by you. A few people said your pussy bad. Well, then, I mean, you might have bad pussy, goddamn. And I guess maybe I think my pussy is good because a lot of girls have told me that too. Yeah, but I mean, but like I and said, and I feel like women. I don't know. Women are different from yeah, me. Yeah, women are definitely different. From and a me. woman will be like, "Girl, no." Mm-mm. Well, a girl's not gonna tell you. She's just not gonna say nothing. I don't think. I don't think so. I think a woman's not gonna. Be I, like, think I, fuck, not I think I don't. I think I'm not talking for you, girl. I'm not talking about you. Would have told me, and I think we know one. Well, no, yeah. Well, well, she wouldn't have told you. She would have told me, but I would have told you. I know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but no. But what I'm saying, I'm not talking about you. But I feel like in general, I don't think anybody wants to tell somebody. Like I've had bad dick before, but I'm not going around telling people his dick is bad, or I'm not gonna tell him his dick is bad. You wouldn't. No. Why? 
Why? I told a nigga that his dick was trash. I feel like if now if I'm constantly trying to fuck with you and I like you, I'm going to do things to improve your sex. Absolutely. And vice versa. If if I if you have sex with me and I'm not doing something I'm supposed to be doing or you feel like this, let me know so I can fix it. But if you don't plan on fucking me no more and you want to go off thinking my pussy is bad, that's your business. I'll go off thinking my your dick is bad. Who cares? But if I'm constantly fucking you and we care about each other, then I'll say something. But just to be like, ooh, your dick is bad. I mean, I don't, I don't, and I know some bitches. I know some bad bitches who, like, a few niggas done said they pussy was trash. And it's just like, damn. That's why I, I said, that's what that's, that's, and that's like my, said, that's my reasoning why. Pussy, but there's probably other men that we don't know that's running around talking about she got the best pussy they ever so. had. But you I don't, don't know. So. You thinking, but I don't, you don't know. You right? I don't know, bro. But it's like, at the end of the day, if five different niggas fucks you, and these are just okay. Not saying that that's the only okay. Five. Listen, cool. let me okay. finish. Let me finish. Not saying that that's the only five niggas that you fucked. Right. You could have. You don't fuck more niggas than that. Forty. But say right. Okay. We'll say ten niggas said that your pussy is trash out of that forty, bro. If ten niggas that don't even know each other all said that your pussy is trash, I'm sure that other thirty niggas <laughs> is trash. I'm pretty sure that's uh that's possible. It might be like two out of that forty no, that's like all you wild and that's only because they ain't got that much pussy. Nah, bro, you can't say that. Though. I can ten niggas, bro. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Niggas. I'm just trying to play devil's advocate. I see because I'm not gonna. I mean, I'm not. I think it's Let me lame. Go get some wine. It's lame to say that you have good pussy. I just said it's lame. It ain't lame. I, I know. I'm not gonna say I have good pussy. I'll just say I've never had no she, complaints. She just don't want to say it because she done threw out it's that lame. it was lame. But she no, really just lame. not wanted to say no, my pussy fire. I don't need to tell y'all that because y'all one y'all ain't never gonna know, and two it could be a nigga listening right now that I fuck that my pussy was probably draw. He probably like Lex P lying. Let me tell y'all something real quick. I ain't no nigga. Wait, they can't hear you. Uh-oh. Let me real quick ain't no nigga that i don't fuck about to listen to this show and say that i'm lying i'm not trying to be funny i'm just serious like pussy is universal i truly believe that i have a lot of male friends i have a lot of niggas that i'm cool with that i ain't never fucked or nothing and we just done had conversations bro at this point in my life i am convinced pussy is universal i don't heard that shit too many times like niggas will be like yeah my, my man told me that this girl had some fire ass pussy and i wouldn't fuck that whole her shit was fired <laughs> i'm telling you that's why, that's part of the reason for shout out to skeet because me and skeet actually had a conversation about oh, this dear. shit on the phone one night we was on the phone. He was telling me about this girl that lived where he lived or whatever. And they had went out one night and it was him and this nigga in the club. The bitch walked into the section. The nigga was like, bro, I ain't gonna lie to you. She got the best pussy I ever had in my life. And Skeet was like, he looked at the nigga and was like, word, me too. And they both. <laughs> oh my God, bro. Oh so my that's God. what I'm trying to tell you. Like nine times out of 10, if a few niggas that you done fuck say your pussy fire and think that your pussy fire, your pussy is fire. Okay. Now, now, let me not say a few. I mean, well, yeah, because some of y'all only fucked a few niggas. Well, speak for yourself, <laughs> right. goddamn. But. Damn, bitch. I don't, let me not get in that conversation. No, yeah, we're not, we not, we not going to do that. We're not going to do that today. I ain't going to never do that. But yeah, oh, but it's shit. like. But yeah, I just feel like it's universal. And sometimes I just feel like, you know, who lies? Somebody.
somebody lying. Somebody is seeing lying. this shit on the timeline. Yeah. Somebody is motherfucking lying. And I'm tired of you hoes lying. Right. I'm tired of it. I feel like everybody should just be quiet. Don't talk about your pussy. Just have sex and leave and us out. And, and just leave us out Dude, of it. this is what people used to do back in the day. Niggas right. was just having sex. We didn't have social right. media. So this is going to bring me into the bed. The bed. The bed. Hey, this is a real. The bed. The bed. The bed. Okay, so I want to talk about this because I tweeted. I was tweeting about the she orgasms pills yesterday. Mm-hmm. Mind you, I took my she or. That's another story for another time. Oh no, we want to hear it today. Oh girl, I just took the she orgasms pills. I'm not gonna say when or why, but sister, soaking wet. No AP. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I took the she oh, orgasm. Ain't that how it goes? I don't know, but um, I took the she orgasms pills, and like I said, ladies, please get these pills. I was fucking a nigga, and he literally just pulled it out and was like, "Yo, why your shit so wet?" Not lying. How many you took? I took three, and I opened up the capsules. An hour before. An hour before. You took them. You opened them. I opened them, bitch. I wanted to go straight to the system, bitch. They went straight to my coochie. I'm not gonna you lie. Opened them and put them what in a Sister. drink. Ooh, I gotta do that, sister. Not only, I never needed like not that. only was my pussy super wet, my pussy was literally wet the next day. I'm talking like I was literally I was laying on the couch and it was just like I could feel it, like my pussy dripping. Still, not lying. Nah, I'm not gonna lie. Them sheet orgasms, them sheet orgasms are, are crazy, bro. Like your pussy will be wet for a while. So anyway, a while. So I was tweeting about the sheet orgasms pills on Twitter, and I was just you know talking about. You know, if you have problems getting wet, they make your pussy wet and they intensify your orgasms, which they do as well. Because your girl nutted super hard. Ooh, Lord, I'm having flashbacks. Help me, Jesus. Help me, Lord. Okay, so, um, sorry. That thing out, too. I know. She needs to breathe. Garfield been on tour, y'all. Garfield been all over Instagram, all over Twitter. All over the world. All over the world. Garfield went to Jamaica twice, bitch. Garfield been traveling. So, anyways, so somebody decided to comment on my tweet and was just like, this thread is full of a bunch of women who want to know how to squirt. I retweeted that. You seen I retweeted that how I said, bitch, peeing on people ain't hard, boo. Okay, so I, I just wanted to educate y'all on squirting real quick because so many people were tweeting me, so know. many men. So, let's talk about squirting. And we're going to get this real simple and quick. First of all, y'all have to realize... All vaginas are not made the same, but everybody has the same body parts. Every woman is capable of squirting. If a woman hasn't squirted or she can't, it's because she needs to be taught how to. I can literally sit here right now. If Drea had never squirted before, I could show her exactly how to squirt and exactly what to do. Okay? So that's first things first. Second of all, people saying squirt isn't pee. Well, squirt has... The Squirt, it has the same components. components of piss. So let me tell you how and why I know this. So I looked up this study that they did one time. So they had a bunch of women basically in a lab. They made all the women go to the bathroom. They gave them an ultrasound. Okay, so their bladders were empty. So they waited a little while. The women's bladder filled back up a little bit. So then they had the women do whatever they were doing, masturbate, orgasm, but they were squirting. The women squirted. And they did another sonogram, and their bladder was empty. Where, where did the pee go? 
it came out because they were squirting. So squirt is definitely mixed with urine. Okay, so that's another point. First of all, I mean, not trying to be funny, but also if you have ever squirted before, have you smelled it? It smells a little. It like smells pee. a little pissy. It smells a little, a little pissy, a little pissy. It smells a little pissy. Okay, and the third thing, um, squirting does not mean you're having an orgasm. Female, ejac- means- female ejaculation and squirting is two totally different things. When a female is having an orgasm, that's the little bitty white stuff you see. The stretchy, stringy shit. Yep. That's when we're having an orgasm. Squirt is not that. So just because a woman is squirting does not mean she's necessarily having an orgasm. Right. So stop thinking because, oh yeah, she squirted, I blew her back out. No. Let me tell you something. I know how to squirt. Do I squirt? No. I squirted with Main Bay one of the first times we had sex. I mean, if you want me to pee on you, I will. And I was I just like, yeah, I was just kind of like a uh, oops kind of situation because I can squirt. I don't like to. I didn't mean to type of situation because he was blowing my back out. But yeah, I squirted, but it was just kind of embarrassing and it was just kind of everywhere and I just don't like it. It's messy. It's messy. You know what I'm saying? So, um, all the lady, well, not all the ladies, to the young lady that was like, oh, a bunch of women that wish they could squirt. Every woman can squirt. You can just be taught how. So let me teach y'all how to squirt real quick since we're here talking about it. So if you would like to know how to squirt, first of all, um, the best, your best bet, so it won't be nasty, is just to empty out your bladder because you don't want it to be too pissy now. So, um, you know that G spot, whenever you stick your fingers inside your vagina, that little ball that you feel, that's your little G spot. And so basically you're, you rub that, you're going to rub it, but you're not going to rub it like you rub the clit. You know, when you rub the clit, you're being soft and you're caressing it and you're rubbing it. Now, when you want to, when you want to squirt, you're going to have to fucking rub that motherfucker like. A vibrator can get that done. Like a vibrator. Like you need something a little aggressive on it. And you, as soon as you feel that sensation that you have to pee, that's you having to squirt. So what you're going to do is you're, you're super relaxed. So when you get that sensation, like you have to pee, you just push, not like you're pushing out a fart, but like you would like, kind of like you're giving birth. So you kind of push. So you push and you can squirt. Literally every woman can do it. I promise you. Yeah. It's really not. Some people shoot it. Sometimes it shoots out. Sometimes sometimes it just comes on the bed. Sometimes it just comes on the bed like in a puddle. If you've ever got up and it was a puddle there and you were like, but I didn't have an orgasm. That's because you squirted. It doesn't take much to squirt. Squirting does not mean anything, okay? So let's just get that out of our... Y'all watch too much porn and y'all aren't educated on the female body. Squirting means... And some of them porn squirt videos be looking nasty. They be looking like a a water hose. I be like, whoa there, Bessie. (laughs) Calm down, Bessie. That should be everywhere. Nasty. I'd be like, well, I know that room smell pithy. Yes, the pithy room. The pithy room. The pithy <laughs> Baby, you happy to have that pithy. That pithy pithy. Sister was happy to say she that she was. she wanted the and world then, to know she squirted. And then when I said that to her, she got respond to me talking about, have you ever been, a, she was like, are you a lesbian? What a loser. I was like, now you want to try to flirt with me because you see I'm cute, girl. Get the fuck girl, in my past life, but not with you. Girl, it was just it was just very, very lame. Like I said, squirting means absolutely nothing. Anybody can squirt. You can probably make your fucking dog squirt. Let's relax. Not ladies your and dog, girl. bitch. Yeah, so all the ladies that know how to squirt, all Are the men. pop your pussy like this? If a man, if you want your lady to squirt, you know what to do. It's really on you. Easy? Yeah. I feel like you should know how to make your own self squirt. I mean, but I'm saying if a man wants his woman to squirt, you need to know how to make her squirt. 
Mm. So make her squirt then. Well, okay. So what we got next? The bop of the week. Oh, the bop. Hey. So my I bop. I don't even know if I got a bop. Let me my bop is from actually from Joe's pool party. Um, he had Lucky Day there. Lucky Day performed. Shout out to Lucky Day. He has a beautiful voice. Very attractive young man. Mm-hmm. I thought he was like super, super young because he looks like he's like 22 or 23, but he's actually 33. So if Lucky Day, if you ever hear this, um, what's up, boo? How you doing? So anyways, he has this song called Karma, and it's such a good song. It kind of reminds me of Pony a little bit. Like, it has Pony vibes. Mm-hmm. Like, the beat kind of sounds like... Pony. Yeah, it kind of has a little Pony vibe to it. Um, but Lucky Day is amazing. I think he's super underrated. He sounds the exact same live as he does on his tracks, and I love when singers sound the same live. So, um, yeah, Lucky Day Karma, an amazing song. So, y'all check that out. What you got, Lil Drea? <sighs> oh, wait, I got another one. Okay. Uh, so, uh, y'all know Quality Control dropped a little mixtape album mm-hmm. thing. And there's a song on there that I actually like. Well, of course, Meg Thee Stallion did her thing on Pastor. But Rennie Rucci, uh, Stefflon Dawn, oh, yeah, and City Girls have a track song. called Like That. And that motherfucker go hard. The beat is hard. Stefflon Dawn, I usually don't like how when men, like when English men rap, they sound weird to me. But Stefflon Dawn sounded fire. She's a woman. I mean, I said when men rap, they sound weird with their accent. <laughs> like, but no, Stefflon Dawn. Yeah, when English men rap, like they sound weird oh, to me. Do. Like, like when Drake. Whatever he did, like. What do you know? It was so whack. But Stefflon Don, she had her accent and everything, thick as fuck, and she sounded amazing. Rennie Bucci yeah. is growing on me. Her bars were okay, but she's fine as fuck, so I'm always going to give her a chance. Y'all yeah, know I always root for her. But yeah, she came on the track. She did her thing. Of course, Young Miami did her thing. Uh, but yeah, I think it's a cute Young little track. Miami low key. I'm so proud of her because yeah. she really be sliding on the beach. She be days. sliding on the beach. Like my sister came a long yeah, way. Yeah, she came even, a long way. Even on that song with Meg The Stallion and um, Meg The Stallion and Quavo, the pastor song. Her verse. She did what needed to be done. She did what she needed to do. I'm not gonna lie, my sister's been doing it. She have. I'm very She's proud been of her. It's it's a lot to carry on her back. But you know, I can't wait. For JC to get home. We all ready for our good sister. I'm ready for my sister to come home. So, um, I don't know. I don't really have like that great of a bop this week. I'm a Jeezy fan, like always kind of been a Jeezy fan. I love Jeezy. Mm-hmm. Um, so he just had a album that came out, TM one oh four. And honestly, the album as a whole is just, it's okay. I saw I felt about Rick Ross. I in comparison too. to all of his older music, TM one hundred four is just I. Right. It's like thank you for giving us a little something, but you could kept it. Yeah. But it was one song, which was actually the intro. <laughs> it was actually just the first song. It's called the Ant- the untrap the untrapreneur. Untrapreneur. Yes. That's too hard to say. It is. But I like the song. Okay. It reminds me of old Jeezy. It's a great intro to the album or whatever. But, you know, I wish he would have gave us a little more. I kind of was like, I was kind of underwhelmed about. No, I don't, I'm not a Jeezy fan. Oh, okay. But um, I listened to Rick Ross' album. I, I kind of felt the same way. I was very underwhelmed. He had like maybe two, three tracks on there that I fuck with. But it was nothing that I felt like I had to go back to listen to. I was underwhelmed by... Um, Rick Ross's album too but honestly I've been underwhelmed by his last two albums like this album and the one that came out before that like he had that little song with Raphael Sadiq mm-hmm. which I thought was a vibe but it wasn't 
that many songs to me on that right. album. It was just but great. I'm not gonna lie. Like Rick Ross, best body of work was back in like I'll say from like 2007 to like 2000. 12, That's a good rule run, though. That's it was. Run. MMG, first of all, MMG as a whole had they run. But, I mean, don't, but, I'm not going to lie. Wale is still dropping the bops, though. Is Wale still MMG? Yeah, he is. He is. Um, but, yeah, he just dropped another song called uh, Black Girl Magic, and I actually like it. I don't like it as oh, much I as I like. Listen to that. I don't like it as much as I like On Chill, because On Chill is that track, bro. That's the one. Like, that's a fucking fire song. But I'm actually excited about Wale's album. So we'll see what he does. He's actually about to go on tour. But yeah, like I agree with you on that. Um, I was just kind of underwhelmed by the Rick Ross Yeah, album. I mean, I feel like everybody have their run. I think MMG run is kind of just, you know, probably. Hmm. For for now, at I least. Mean, People can't. It's not, is, it, not, is Meek Mill still taking for MMG? Well, you know, Meek Mill has his own Yeah, he has his own label, label now. now. So I'm not sure. I don't know. That's a good question. Me and, me and one of my best friends had a conversation about Meek Mill in Houston. And he was like, I don't like him. Why? Because <laughs> he was like, he don't have a reason. He's never had a reason to like him. He was like, I don't like how he rap. I don't like how he scream on the track. I love Meek Mill. I do like so, Meek Mill. I'm a Meek Mill fan. He was like, and I just think he's corny. <gasps> That's not nice. It, it wasn't. I like Meek, too. Shout out to me. Yeah, so shout out to our Bops of the Week. Lucky Day, Karma, and Jeezy, Entrepreneur. Entrepreneur. <laughs> and Rennie, Stefan, Don, and um, City Girls would like that. So we got the uh, question of the week. We have two people asking for advice. So if you ever want your question answered on the show, make sure you email us at askpoorminds at gmail.com. So I'll go ahead and let Lil Drea read the first one. Okay, so the first question says, I hate my father. Oh, help. shit. I don't she got said, no daddy, so I can't help you. I'm going to let you know right up. now. <laughs> she said, hey, ladies. I mean, she said, hey, ladies, please keep me anonymous. So I've had a horrible relationship with my father my whole life. My mother passed away when I was three, oh, leaving my older sister, me, and my younger brother behind with my father. They were married. I've never felt close to my dad, and honestly, if he were to die, I wouldn't care. <gasps> He's a very mean person and verbally ab abusive. Oh, wow. Although he's never been physically abusive, he has always allowed others to do so. Oh my God. About a year ago, I cut my father, off, my father off because he just became too toxic to deal with. The constant verbal abuse and his controlling ways were too much for me. Unfortunately, around February of this year, I fell on hard times and had to reconnect with my father so that I can move back in with him to get back on my feet. His verbal abuse started back up again. I do have a stepmom also, and she joins in on the verbal abuse as well. I've never, I've just never been able to feel safe or at peace living under their roof. I have decided to move out again now that I'm able to. I need your advice on if I should cut him off again or not. Although the peace of not having to deal with my father is extremely amazing and a joy that I very much did not, that I very much did love. I don't want to completely burn a bridge if I ever need him again. It's knowing that I can always go back Hold on, wait, what? Is knowing I can always go back home if need be worth my sanity. Oh, okay. I okay. Um, I feel like this. Mental health is a really super, super, super duper important. And I understand that you need help sometimes. We all need help sometimes. But I feel like you getting help at the expense of your mental state, I don't know if that's worth it, sis. Like, sometimes... 
it's better just to be on your own and struggling and figure shit out because me and my mother, we have a great relationship. Can we live together? Absolutely not. Same. I love my mom to death. I will fight a bitch behind my mom. So I can't relate Same. as far as the relationship being bad, but I know me and my mom couldn't live together because it wouldn't be healthy for either one of Look. us. So I feel like um, I wouldn't necessarily cut the relationship off ship off because I feel like the reason you're asking is because you still care about him in a certain way. I think maybe y'all's relationship is better if you're not living with him and maybe if y'all had a relationship where y'all could just talk because he probably knows that the only reason you're talking to him is when you need to move back in. So that's probably another thing that kind of starts the argument and the things of y'all not getting along. So I feel like maybe if you're completely moved out, you're not asking him for things, maybe try to see if y'all can have a regular relationship then. Now, if then he's still continuing with the verbal abuse and this and that, you know, I would des definitely cut it off. But I don't feel like if living with him and he's talking to you crazy and the stepmom is too, it's not worth your mental health at all. But I feel like she just said that. Like she said they've never had a, a normal relationship without verbally, like without him being verbally abusive her whole life. Right. So I feel like what difference does that make? I don't know because I feel like, they, I mean, she was living with him though. And some people can't handle being but a parent. she said even when she didn't move with him, like wasn't living with him, he just always had been verbally abusive. Well, I just feel like this. If that's the case, because I didn't hear that part of her saying even when she wasn't living with him that he was still, you know, that way. I feel like this is sometimes, you know, people be thinking that just because somebody's your blood that they are supposed to be in your life. But that's not always the case. I had to cut off a cousin of mine because she did some ho, 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 ho ass shit to try to become between me and my mom. And that's something you just not going to do. Well, wait, she didn't say that. She said she cut him off because he was too toxic to deal with. So the reason that, I, that's, why, that's how I'm looking at it. The reason that you wasn't dealing with no physical, I mean, no verbal abuse. Within that time, it's just because you cut him off. Right. But I feel like, but like, that's what I'm saying. It seems like she's never lived apart from him and tried to have a relationship. Yeah. I, that's why I said, don't move back in with him, but move out, be on your own. I mean, it's hard. Bitch, I'm 30 and I still be like, damn, what I'm going to do sometimes. Life is not easy. That's one thing that people need to understand. Life is not easy for anybody. Like, everybody's out here struggling in some way. Nobody's life is perfect. There's no such thing as a perfect life. So it's okay if you're going through things, but it's like, you know, you can find you a little cheap apartment or find a little roommate situation. Make sure you have a steady job with money coming in and then maybe try to have y'all's relationship. But I feel like maybe that's something about you living with him that he doesn't like. And maybe he, you might remind him of your mom. I mean, I know it was hard for me to have a relationship with my dad's side of the family a while just because, not that they were abusive or anything towards me, but... I reminded, like, when they looked at me, they saw my dad. And, you know, my dad passed away, so it made them sad. So it took them a while to come around and be like, okay, let's be a part of each other's lives. So it may be something about, you know, you reminding him of, you know, his, you know, your mom. And it might make him sad and maybe he acts out. I don't know. I mean, but you never know until you have these talks with people. I mean, I feel like having a talk is something that's necessary. But I feel like, you know, once you have a talk with somebody, I've always been this type of person. If I have a talk with you and I talk to you about something that you continue to do, something that I've already told you hurts me, I don't have no type of issue, no type of feelings about cutting you off right, and not exactly. fucking with you no more, no matter who you are. Because at the end of the day, my peace and my sanity is more important than maintaining a relationship with you just because we supposed to be family or we exactly. supposed to be friends for so long. And you that's know what, what I, I mean? said. Blood means nothing. Blood means nothing. 
the length of a relationship means nothing. None of that shit mean nothing when it comes to your peace and your sanity. And maybe I will, this is the only advice that I will say that I would suggest maybe y'all try. Maybe y'all can go to counseling together. Yeah. Or something like that. Totally, you know what I yeah. mean? Maybe that'll I agree help with the that. relationship. Um, if y'all go to counseling together and try to talk out y'all issues, you can let him know in front of somebody else who can sit there and be non-biased. Right. And be a mediator and let you know, like, hey, this is the reason why I feel like he's doing this, or this is the reason why I feel like you feel this way about him. But stepmom so, can mind her business. I'll slap No, but up. don't do that. I'm don't do playing. that, because at the end of the day... I was just playing. Was yeah, because at the end of the day, if that's his wife, you don't ever want to have issues with his spouse. Because something that my mama always told me is that when you marry somebody, they come first. I mean, true, but at the same time... Even though you his kid, but from what you're telling me, y'all have a strange relationship. But I feel like the stepmom needs to butt out, though. Because obviously they have their own problems, and we don't need you adding your little 10 cents in on the situation. 10, 2, 15, a dollar, shut the fuck up, bitch. You know what I'm saying? So I just feel like... If y'all needs to work on y'all's relationship, it kind of needs to be y'all have to work out y'all's own shit. Like her adding in her little, that's not helping anything at all. I agree with that. I I just feel like yeah, my my suggestion. I was I, I agree with Dre on that. And try you, some counseling. Yeah, and a lot of the time, you know, you can go to your you. I don't know if y'all have a church home. Yeah, but a lot of the time at church they you offer the free pa- counseling. Yeah, the pastor. So I think that y'all could definitely try to do some counseling. Or something I, like I that, definitely so. agree with that. And like I said, I don't think you should move back in with him because I don't think it's worth your mental state. Yeah. So um, I would say just definitely. I know you be needing people. That's how I felt at one point. But sister, you know, it's time to grind and get it and make shit work. You got to let go. Yeah. Okay. So we got another question. It says, hey, y'all, I'm somewhat of a new listener. I'm enjoying the show. And both of you are beautiful. I know Lex is an advocate of getting your body done. Oh, shit. One episode you mentioned getting laser lipo. How was it? Did you get the results you wanted? I consider myself a well-built woman. I'm 5'9", my bust is 43 inches, waist 35 inches, and my hips are 47. But I want my midsection a bit smaller. Could you explain how your experience was and what you did afterwards to keep everything intact? I really appreciate it. Okay, so, um, damn, I've done a lot of stuff to my waistline now that I think about it. Because I got regular lipo the first time. Then I went and got the laser lipo, which was non-invasive. And then I did the, um, damn, I don't know what it's called. When they put the little, what's that called, Dre? When they do the little vibration sonogram and it kind of vibrates your stomach. Yeah, I did the cavitation. And, um, yeah, those are the three things I've done to my waistline. So, um, when I did the regular lipo, that was probably the most drastic thing. My waistline used to be, I would say about 35 inches as well. I think it was like 34. And now my waist is like a 29. After surgery, it was like a 27. Um, But I feel like the laser lipo worked. But like I said, it was non-invasive. So I feel like I was just being very like tedious. And I was like, oh my God, my waist has to stay small. Because I don't really feel like the laser or the cavitation worked for me personally. Mm -hmm. But... um. My main thing was just, I feel like the if you want the best results, like, lipo is the way to go. Like, 
If you want to get your, your shit, your waist small, there's no other way around it. Now, there are different types of lipo. Now, they do have another version of laser lipo. I don't know if you're talking about the same one that I got, but mine was just like the little laser lights things. Now, they actually have a laser lipo where it's light lipo, and it's like they beam that light on the inside, and it like melts the mm. fat, and they suck it out. So any type of invasive lipo is going to get the work that you, the results that you want done. Um, to keep my shape... I don't eat crazy. Of course, I have my moments where I eat bad and I, you know what I mean? But to keep, I see a lot of girls that get a BBL, they get their body done and literally like six months to like a year later, they look like they did before or they've gotten bigger. Cause you have to realize you're getting rid of these fat cells. So the fat is going to have to go somewhere and it still will grow in that same spot. Don't get it twisted. It's harder for it to grow in that same spot. But afterwards, um, I was basically wearing, I wore my uh, waist trainer for like a year after my surgery. Sometimes I still wear it every now and then. Um, I'm not in the gym as much as I should be. I don't really work out at all. But like I said, I drink a lot of water and I watch what I eat. But I always feel, I always tell people this, whenever you get your body done, make yourself your own body goals. Like look at your body and look at what you want to fix. A lot of times when you see people getting three, four, five rounds of surgeries because they're on the internet and they're looking at Bernie. So they're looking at Drea or they're looking at please. Drea Michelle. I not, Drea I was Michelle. About to say, I do not compare it to no, my business, Bernie. No, I'm talking about Drea Michelle. Like Drea or Miracle. Please. Or these girls, these Instagram girls, and they're looking at them, but you have to realize that's their body type. What I did and why I was so happy with my results, because I was looking at my own body and looked what I wanted to fix on my body. So, um, yeah, that's my advice that I have to give. If you do decide to get surgery, make sure you get your massages and make sure you heal. If you don't let your body heal, you try to be out and doing all this and that, bitch, your body not going to heal. And you can't eat like you were eating before. And just keep your body up because it's not an easy journey to go through. It's like a six-month journey out of your life. And you were going to want to die. After my lipo, that shit was the most painful thing I ever went through. But I wouldn't take it back because I love my body now. And like I said, I think I'm three years out from my surgery. And people still be like, damn, your body is fire. My good sis Yuli did what needed to be done. Period. Yeah, so um, that's my advice. Make yourself your own body goals. And you can't eat the same. Like, I definitely don't eat the same like I did before I got my BBL and all the other things I did with my titties and this and that. So, yeah, that's my advice. And let me know if you get surgery, sis, because I want to see your before and after pics. We would love to see them, sis. Yes, I love answering surgery um, questions because I feel like a lot of – somebody had just DM'd me the other day asking about surgery. So I can answer these questions. Too. I'm dead, yes. I feel like life. I can only answer questions about TVs. Let me know if y'all got them or cool sculpting. Yeah. Which I can is answer, not invasive. And yeah, but. if you you can do if you want a breast reduction, I can answer questions about that too. So if y'all ever have any questions about that, my good sisters. Well, you have anything else that you have to add? Oh, I can answer questions about fillers too, because I've had fillers. But that's about it. But no, I don't have anything else to add. I don't think I have anything else either. Today was a cool, calm episode. We're trying to keep it light. For y'all, we're ending the hot girl summer. Summer is almost we officially to go over. Into PG fall. Yes. What's PG fall? Point guard fall? Mm-mm. Bitch, I don't fucking know. Well, anyways, uh, make sure y'all email us if y'all have any topics, anything y'all want us to talk about. Um, we're trying to think of a guest to have this month. So let us know your suggestions. Let us know. Because I feel like we've done a bonus episode with Mandy, but we haven't had Mandy with just me, you, and Mandy. 
Manny's gonna be out here this month. What when? Uh, the end of the month. Okay. So we could possibly have little Mandy on, do a real episode with Mandy. I mean, and we're gonna be in Houston. Um. Oh yeah, we'll be 12th. in Houston next well, week. I'll be there the twelfth through the sixteenth. I'll be, be there, there the eleventh through, through the fifteenth. So. We might do an episode with some people out there, I know. Yeah, I mean, somebody needs to hit us up and let us know. Do y'all want to Oh, I Well, we are recording something I forgot to tell you In about. Houston? Yeah. How you I forgot. You tell me. I forgot. Sorry. But yeah, so I mean, and if like again, if y'all haven't got y'all tickets to the um cocktails live show in Houston, please make sure that you get your get tickets. Get your tickets because we're opening our shit is gonna be so funny. It's gonna be so funny. And we're also and then pay, pay, cocktails is just funny. Cocktails too, is amazing. So. Shout out to Kiki and Medina, and we'll also be giving away tickets on next week's episode. So make sure y'all pay attention to that, and make sure y'all are watching our Instagram. Um, to be on the lookout for your tickets. Uh, thank y'all so much. Uh, we love y'all. We love y'all. We'll see y'all next week. Bye. Bye.